3: In that case,
1: I pronounce you lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses
3: are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. The Kings are up to love. Draymond Green, again, showing that he's a mental case. Waiting to see whether or not he will be available for game three. If the NBA does not suspend Draymond Green, I don't know what the hell is wrong. Uh, This guy is an embarrassment to the league. You know, it's one thing to stomp. On Sabonis' chest, which is bad enough. But you know, trying to incite the crowd, the guy just never gets it. He really doesn't. And the NBA needs to stop messing around and deal with this guy. All right. Enough is enough already. This is ridiculous. And and you know what else is ridiculous? You know, the Kings are up two love. They beat the Warriors in their style of basketball in game one. Then last night, a grind out slugfest, they beat the Warriors in that style. And I don't think this series is over, but the Kings are have a commanding two zip lead as they go back to San Francisco. For game three. And again, Draymond Green better not be on the floor. All right. I mean, the guy is an embarrassment. Uh, How often do we got to keep on talking about this nitwit? I mean, and it's such a shame. It's such a shame because you know what? He's a hell of a player, but he's a headache. He is a big time headache. And what the hell is the NBA waiting for? All right. Why is the NBA not making a decision yet? All right. It's seven o'clock in New York at the league offices. All right. Let's hear what the decision is. Okay. Stop messing around. Make the decision on Draymond Green for game three. All right, we take your phone calls. We got the react from last night. By the way, we will be back at Soul Street Midtown on Thursday for watch party number three. Outstanding last night. Really an excellent turnout. Really have enjoyed our live shows at Bennett's on Saturday night at Soul Street. Ryan and I will be down at Soul Street on Thursday pregame. Halftime postgame, 25,000 plus joining us last night on the postgame show. You fans are the freaking best in the world, all right? If you missed my podcast today, I reflect back on you, the fans, and talk about how great sports can be when your team starts to win. And that is the case in Sacramento. So the Kings, up to love, they go back, you know, hey, let's face it. You and I both know the math. Just go win one game. Just go win one of the next two games, and the series is right there for you to grab okay just go win one of the next two games what a what a what an atmosphere in Sacramento the last two games unfreaking believable right incredible all right let's get this show rolling I'm not messing around today let's get to Connor hello Connor how are you
4: doing good Grant how are you I'm good buddy and what a basketball game last night Malik Monk did his thing Fox did his thing Savonis did his thing and It's just a shame how good of a game two it was, similar to game one. And, yeah, it's the same guy that always seems to bring up drama in the NBA that's in the news.
3: It's embarrassing. You know, when's the league going to deal with this once and for all? I mean, the guy's a disgrace. He really is. And, you know, Steve Kerr should be ashamed of himself. You know, they allow this to go on. And, you know, I don't know if you saw the video, but while he was uh, standing on the chair instigating the fans, his teammates were laughing, you know, and clapping their hands on the bench. It's embarrassing. It's it's an embarrassing look for the league, plain and simple.
4: Yeah, it's absolutely terrible. I mean, I know there's been a huge argument online and stuff about the play and everything. I don't see how there should be or there is an argument. I mean, we all saw – my perspective on it is that Sabonis was trying to protect his head because he's got an NBA player the size of Draymond Green who's got his legs right there. And then they say that it was a dirty play by Sabonis trying to grab his ankles and it could have caused a big injury. Well – Draymond Green proceeds to step on him and could have bruised or broken his ribs and then kind of uses his stomach as a launch pad to get down the floor. And that's, I guess, a loud behavior in the NBA today.
3: It's a joke. I mean, there's no other way to say it. It's, it's a disgrace. Plain and simple, it's disgraceful.
4: Yeah, I mean, you can't tell me that if DeMontis Sabonis had stepped on, like a player like, let's say, Steph Curry, their superstar, that DeMontis Sabonis oh, would be available for game three
3: a joke. It's an absolute joke. What the hell happened to your Oilers last night?
4: Uh, don't even get me into it. I was so happy about the Kings game, and then I flipped to the Oilers game, and they're up 3-2. The Kings got a late power play, and of course they score, and it goes to overtime. The Oilers score a goal, gets overturned, and then they end up losing. So just an awful loss, and I was hoping to have two victories, but this Kings victory is just as sweet.
3: Yeah, uh, absolutely. All right, so... You think the Kings go back and win one or two games in San Francisco?
4: Yeah, i say they win one. And if they win one, that's fine. You're in the driver's seat. You only have to win one of the next three with two of them at home. So,
3: you yeah. Put them I'm in with a great you. position. It sure would. Just go win one. Absolutely. And I, I don't know what to expect anymore in this series. Uh, I just, Steph Curry last night did not look like Steph Curry. I mean, in the fourth quarter, he didn't have the magic. He had one three that would have put the Warriors up by one which what I think would have been a huge momentum change. But I give the Kings all the credit in the world, their grit, their determination. I got to tell you, they played better in these two games than I thought they would against the Warriors. And you know, I, I give them all the credit in the world for the way they're playing. You know, they, don't, they, they have not crumbled at all under the pressure of the Warriors. When things get tight, they maintain their composure. They make big baskets. They don't make stupid plays. I've been really, really impressed with what I've seen from the Kings in the first two games.
4: Yeah, and how about last night? Davion Mitchell was probably the biggest shot of his career. And the defense yes. on Steph Curry, he was huge in
3: the yep. game. He was huge. He's been amazing. Uh, I thought he was really good, Connor, in game one, too. So, you know, Davion Mitchell has been uh, really uh, a huge part of the success through games one and two. But last night, I agree with you. I thought he was outstanding last night.
4: Yeah, and then back to the Draymond situation. I saw Sham Sharania, the athletic, said that he probably won't receive a suspension. He'll just get a pretty big fine i mean what that's just embarrassing
3: based on what based on what based on what why would sham say that why is he saying that based on what
4: i don't know he always seems to be one of the first to report things but i mean that's just even worse with adam silver in attendance last night watching it with his own eyes i mean if he doesn't make a call here and kind of put down the hammer then is he ever going to make a decision like it's just it's a disgrace that anything that would go against one of his players it feels like he just he doesn't have the courage to do it and use his power.
3: Well, I, I would think there's two reasons why he should be suspended. The act of stomping on Sabonis' chest and then inciting the fans, uh, to me, that's both worthy of a suspension.
4: Yeah, 100%. And then last thing I have for you is Colin Cower, one of the most, I guess, one of the biggest sports talk guys, came out and said yesterday that the Sacramento Kings have been a bit of team that have always gotten the whistle and, I just leave you with that. What a, I don't know, a I don't know how
3: Colin Coward makes as much money as he does. He says the stupidest things. Uh, he's he's wrong so often. I don't get it with that guy. I really don't. I I don't understand it. I I don't. I don't even know what to say to that.
4: Yeah, it's just laughable. It's all you have yep. today. Go Kings.
3: All right, buddy. See you. Take care. All right, we got a lot of phone calls that we want to get to, and we're going to go to Nando. Hello, Nando. How are you, Grant
5: Napier? What's going on, buddy?
3: How are you, my friend?
5: Listen, man, I've been tuning in to you you and Ryan doing your thing. I'm very proud of you guys, and I'm excited to see uh, my boy De'Aaron Fox. I don't know if you heard, but a couple minutes ago, he was officially announced that he won the NBA Clutch Player of the Year Award. Good for him. That just just freaking excites me, man. It really does. Good for him. Good for him. You know what? He deserves
3: it. I do. I knew you've been with him from day one, and I'm really happy for De'Aaron and the year he's had. And... Good for him. I'm really happy for him. He deserves that. And he's been amazing. I mean, he he's he's really been amazing, Mando. I, I don't know what else to say. He's been amazing.
5: Yeah, he really has. I mean, down the stretch, he's proven it. And even in playoffs, even in playoffs, man. But uh, I just uh, you know, I wanted to just shout out to the Sacramento Kings fans. Honestly, you know, I've been watching Kings game since De'Aaron Fox got drafted. Uh, I know, you know, but many in the stands don't know, you know, uh, he's my favorite player. And I've watched Sacramento when they weren't a good team and the Kings fans have just showed up every single night and I was so loud. And I was just like, man, I can't wait till the world gets to really see this in playoff time. And I'm just happy that, you know, the world's able to see it. And then after watching that documentary, the 30 for 30, man, that was freaking awesome. That's another side that I quite frankly didn't see, but it just, it gives me a different perspective on the whole city of Sacramento and why you are so like in love with the, not necessarily. It's not about the Kings. It's you always said. I'm just happy for the fans of Sacramento, and yes. I can see why. Yes. So I just want to give uh, the city of Sacramento their flowers, and I'm I couldn't be more proud, man.
3: Nando, I, I really appreciate you saying that. Uh, I'm really sorry about Tyler Hero and the broken hand after your team won Game One against Milwaukee. Uh, tell everyone here that uh, might want to check out your podcast how to do it, and how's the podcast going, Nando?
5: Uh, podcast is going well. Just uh, released the episode uh, today, actually. I gave some love to the Kings. Uh, they are surprising me. I actually think they're going to win in seven games. I predicted that before the series. Honestly, I just think it feels different. But my podcast is Miami Sports Vibes. You can find me on Twitter and uh, you can just look it up on the Internet. It's it's around centered around Miami sports. So Dolphins talk and Miami Heat and Marlins. You know, I, I sprinkle in some NBA, especially during playoff time. Ah, uh, but the podcast is going well, man.
3: Awesome! I just retweeted uh, today's episode, man. I'm so happy for you, and uh, I, I I follow you, and I'm just always happy to see the comments that you get. You get tremendous feedback from your audience, which I think is so important. So I'm really happy for you, buddy.
5: Thank you, man. Thank you, man. And you you paved the way, man. Believe it or not, like I said, you've been a role model since day one and you just continue to just be that that person i'm looking up to man so keep up the great work and thank you sacramento that's listening to the audience you guys are freaking awesome and get the job done
3: thanks grant nando take care buddy you have a good evening okay bye bye now bye love nando just i don't even know how we got connected i i i know that you know he's east coast guy huge miami fan and I guess he just reached out to me one night or whatever and I got back to him and gosh, you know, I've had him on my podcast and um, you know, he asked me about starting a podcast and after we're talking to him, I'm like, Yeah, you can do this. Go for it. And he is really doing well. I'm so happy for Nando. Good job right there, Nando. Excellent job. All right, let's get to uh other phone calls and we say hello to Left Terrace. Hello, Left Terrace, how are you today?
6: Hi, Graham. How you doing? Good, buddy. Um uh, today was a very nice article on Bleach, uh, BleachReport.com about the kinks. Uh, they, they were saying, uh, the kinks were saying, we're here, we're here, and everybody kept ignoring them. And yesterday, they showed they're really here, and everybody should start paying attention to them. And it was really nice to see a national white publication finally to say something good about the kinks. Um, as far as I uh, you know, then I was watching ESPN and I lost every respect for Chuck E. O'Neill to keep saying that he would do the same thing what Draymond Green did uh, to, uh, to step on the on, um, uh, Sabonis. It was a uh, disgrace. I mean, the rest of the people on the uh, uh, forum, they were saying they couldn't believe what, he, what Chuck E. O'Neill was saying. Everybody could see very clearly on the video that, you know, the dreamer of uh, Green, he did not just try to keep him balanced. He could see that for a second. He, he raised his foot, he stopped for a second, and then he st- stamped on uh, Saboni. He was clearly, clearly, well, it, was, it was clear what he was trying to do. And it's amazing yep. when you go you go to the Twitter, you see so many people that keep putting negative comments about Saboni. Oh, he's a baby. Oh, he was fine. He got up and he played. Oh, the x-rays were negative he was nothing happened I mean it's amazing how many people they ignore to repeat they deny what they've seen with their own eyes I, I just I just don't get
3: it uh, people are idiots anyway. and I know you I, I know you know better but I'm just doing this for correction I know you said ESPN Shaq is on TNT so I want to make sure that we uh, give credit and, uh, yeah yeah, yeah. You're, you're yeah, 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 no no I, yeah, I know I just, yeah, I just that's my job but I understand where you're coming from I don't really pay attention to that stuff on Twitter I've found that there are so many people on Twitter that really have no idea what the hell is going on. So I, I don't let that, you know, get to me too much. But I'm with you. I've seen some of the comments and I, I just there just shows me they don't know what the hell they're talking about.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's amazing. Another thing I want to say before I go, and it's just it's amazing. I, I, I couldn't believe that we'll be talking today about the Kings defense. I mean, it's uh, it's about yeah. time and the defense showed up at the perfect time at the playoffs. Yep. I mean, it's amazing yeah hey, it's always good hearing
3: from you thank you you have a good rest of your monday thank you very much me
6: too.
3: don't forget we will be uh-huh. our tuesday i should say not monday tuesday uh thursday we will be out at soul street again soul street midtown come and see us at l and 16th right next to public house all right let's get to uh wagas hello Waggus. welcome to the program today grand how are you
1: doing Waggus. what's up yes. buddy Oh nothing. I'm just kind of disgusted by Draymond Green. I, it just seems like the Warriors, I know they're in a lot of playoffs game, but it just seems like, you know, going back to Zaza Pachulius and his old cheap shot on yep. on earth. And it's just, you know, you know, I don't know what kind of BS Adam Silver's on, right? You know, like yep. he's he he's gotta make a point here. He's gotta suspend him or or, or he's gotta give him some sort of a hefty fine.
3: And then, Fine you know, doesn't do anything. He's yeah. making $25 million a year. What's fine going to do? Yeah.
1: yeah, that's true. But I don't understand the hypocrisy of, of, of Steve Kerr. I mean, Draymond's been involved in a lot of things. Why yep. can't he just come out and just say something? You know, maybe Draymond needs to do something along that. I, I know he's got to protect your players. And then uh, Carmichael Dave tweeted something. Carolina, um, I mean, it's the same thing year in, year out.
3: What, like, what did Carmichael Dave say? You
1: know, yeah, Carmichael Dave... Um, Said something on his Twitter, um, um, I, I think today that not, that he's going to get suspended because not only after that he started inciting the fans by using the keyword yeah. word
3: and I yep. believe the B word. Yeah. So, yep. He's right. Dave's right. Yes. Uh, Dave's one hundred percent correct, and I and, I said and the same Dave. thing on uh, just a couple of moments ago. He needs to be suspended just for inciting the fans. Yeah. So um, I guess getting back to
1: basketball now, uh, Game Three. It's, it's you know obviously every game is crucial, right? So. How close
3: does this game three get called now based on what happened at the end of last night's game from a physicality mm. point of view? Well, I think anytime Draymond Green's playing in a game, it's, it's they, they every single official is aware of it, and they're always looking because of his history. So it depends who the officiating crew is, but it would be more tight than maybe normal. Uh, so yes, you make a very good point that there will be an emphasis on that. Absolutely correct.
1: And the only difference between Draymond Green and, in my opinion, Cousins, yeah, I'm going there, is because he's been on the Warriors and, and he's had good moments and he's won championships. If you take him out of that, Draymond's just another, you know, I mean, he, he's just another one of those players that, you know, is, is is not team first, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. So he's like, he's always put himself, you know, over the needs of his team when his team's needed him. He's You know, he's always done stupid things, so. And even last night, you know, that was stupid. So,
3: yeah. Well, I mean, you remember uh, what happened in uh, Cleveland when the Warriors up 3-1 yep. and he got suspended for game five. And yep. the Cavaliers went into Oakland and won the game and then won game six and then won game seven. If Draymond doesn't get suspended for game five, the Warriors win that series in five games. Yeah. And, and,
1: you know, um, I've been really – I know I talked to you before the playoffs and now I'm kind of eating my words, but – you know, last night, I finally saw the Kings, you know, have some energy on the defensive end. So and yep. w- where was that all year? Right. Maybe they were hiding it. But but I guess what I'm saying is, that, you know, Curry's legacy is submitted. But, you know, Curry's got to have a great game here to at least get him one. You know, Warriors can't get swept. I mean, do you think it's going to be a bad look either way? Or do you think it will be more, you know, bad for them as far as from blowing up an entire
3: team? You know like The Warriors are a dynasty. They've yeah. already proven that, that they've been a yeah. dynasty. If they lose this year, that doesn't erase what they've done, okay? It just doesn't erase what they've done. It's going to end sometime. So if it ends this series or next series, I mean, at some point it's going to end, and they'll start falling down the backside of the mountain like most teams do, like the Spurs did. Now the Spurs aren't even a playoff team. It happens, but they had their run, and I'm not saying their run is over. I mean, it's not over until they get beat. So I'm not so sure I would agree with that.
1: Okay, Uh, let me rephrase the question. If they do lose, right, whether it's this round or next round, uh, do you think that Draymond is on the team or Clayton on the
3: team next year? Okay. No, I don't think either of them will be on the team next year.
1: Okay. All right. And then last thing, Grant, obviously I've been following that, you know, Clipper series. uh, Yes. And Phoenix. Um, Well, uh, I don't want to ask you like this because I know you're going to say, you know, every game is important, but how important of a game is it tonight for Phoenix?
3: I think it's a must-win game, to be honest with you. I, I don't I don't think you can lose two games on your home floor and uh, very often win a series. So, to me, I think there's seasons on the line tonight.
1: Okay. And, Grant, uh, love the pregame, postgame, love the atmosphere Thank you. Uh, um, last night. It, it looked like you were having yeah. a fun time waving at people, you know. <laughs> yeah, I had a great
3: time. I had a great... Listen, Waggus, I, I don't know how often I need to say this, yeah. and you know where I'm coming yeah. from. Yeah. I love the fans in this community. I love them. And I love being out in public. I love being close to everyone where we can talk and hang out. And, I mean, I live for that. The fans here are the best. And I can't tell you, every day I'm getting messages. I'm getting emails. I'm getting text messages from people, you know, showing their support for me and what I'm doing. And it means the world to me. It means the world to me. I love the fans here. I will always love the fans here. And when I can be out in public hanging out with them, Uh, Yeah, it's a good time for me. I mean, it makes me feel really good, and I'm very appreciative of all of you. So, thank you very much.
1: Well, I really hope the Kings continue to make a run. You come here every year around this time, right? And then, and I'm really hoping that there is a watch party on Sunday. So, but
3: if yeah, we're gonna there there will be um, there will be. I'll make sure of it. I'm not sure where yet, but. Thursday, we're going to be, again, out at Soul Street. That was great last night. Oh, yeah. We had a tremendous time. So Thursday, I'll be back at Soul Street, uh, Midtown, on the corner of L and 16th, right next to Public House. And then we'll let you know about Sunday. Perfect. All right. Thank you. Hey, if I, listen, if I have yeah. to have a watch party, you know, at the house I'm staying at up here in El Dorado Hills, we'll have it on the patio here. Don't worry. I'll have a watch party, okay? Yeah, yeah just,
1: you know, I, I couldn't come uh, last. Um, so I was hoping to come this Sunday, and that's why yep. I was
3: asking you. Yeah, so. No okay. problem, buddy. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Take care, bud. Bye-bye. All right. We got a lot of phone calls that we're going to get to, and uh, we now check in and say hello to Preston. Hey, Preston.
7: Hey, Grant. Um, I don't want to get too excited, but, um, and I wanted to ask you actually, because before the series started, you predicted that the Warriors were going to win the series. Do you still feel that way or has the the series
3: is not over Preston. All the Kings did was hold serve. Okay. The Warriors won 33. The Warriors won 33 games on their home floor. All right, they are more than capable of going home and winning two games. So as great as this looks right now, and it is, hold your horses. It takes four games to win. And this series is not over because the last time I looked, the Kings have two wins.
7: Yeah, that's well, that's what I wanted to ask you is is it is it too early to say Of course it's too early. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Hey Preston, I'm, there
3: are a lot of teams, there are a lot of teams that have been down 2-0 that go home and win the next two games. It happens all the time.
7: Yeah. Um and yeah, I agree with you. That's, that's why and I'll that. tell you
3: something else, Preston. I, I don't know how you feel about this, but if I'm Sacramento, I do not want this series to go seven games. Okay. Because I do not want to have to beat the defending world champs in a game seven, regardless of whether it's on my home floor or not. That's not a, a scenario that I would want to see. So if I'm Sacramento, you know, now up to love, I want to make sure that not only do we win this series, but not have to go in a game seven.
7: So based on what you have you or based on what you've seen from the Kings, does um, that change your mind on what you or how you predicted the series to go? Or yeah, not? it does.
3: Yeah. The Kings are playing better than I thought. And the Warriors are showing some vulnerabilities that I didn't think they had. So, yes, it has changed my uh, opinion a little bit on this series. But with that said, I also cannot just eliminate the Warriors and say they're done. They're not done. OK, yeah. they are not done. I, and Now, if the Kings go and win one of the next two games, I'll say the Kings are going to win this series, but they got to do it. It's not going to be easy. They got to do it.
7: Yeah. It just seems like whenever the Warriors are like ready to go on a run, like because it seems to me like they're just living and dying by a three. They're taking bad shots. Um, But like the Kings, they have both an inside game and they have an outside game. I don't feel like the Warriors have that so much. Um, Because it's like whenever they want to lock down on Sabonis, Sabonis can just go ahead and pass out to his shooters. And so I feel like they're just a more dynamic offense than the Warriors. And the
3: other thing that surprised, the Warriors are making so many unforced turnovers. Now, you know, I talked about this with Ryan on one of our shows before game one with Jerry Reynolds. The Warriors are turnover prone, and they were during the regular season, and it has proven to be an issue here in this series. And a lot of their turnovers are unforced. And you're not going to win playoff basketball with a lot of unforced turnovers.
7: Yeah, and then and they don't even have really a third scorer or third or fourth scorer. I mean, I mean, I know they have Jordan Poole, but I'm just saying, like, they, yep. I mean, I, I mean, basically their offense is Steph and Clay, and they aren't always going to be on it every game, you know.
3: Well, so. Andrew Wiggins is going to be there in that equation now. So again, you know, let's see. Hey, the Kings did exactly what they had to do. They hold. They took care of home court. Now let's see what happens with the Warriors. Again, the Warriors won thirty-three games at home this year. Don't discount
7: that. Yeah. And, um, and I guess based off of my question earlier, um, and like you said, it was too, it's too early to tell, but how do you feel like there, what do you feel like the ceiling is for this team based on what you've seen?
3: Well, if the Kings do indeed win this series, um, I don't know who they would play in the next round, but I would give them at least a 50, 50 chance of beating either Memphis or the Lakers. And then after that, you know, who knows? I mean, because, The reason why I say that there are going to be a couple of injuries along the way, not necessarily where you miss a game, but can affect play, especially with how physical these games are getting. So, you know, you always have to factor that in as well. Don't, don't look too far ahead in the playoffs right now. The Kings are rolling right now. They have a lot of confidence, but that can change in a hurry with an injury.
7: Yeah. And, and that's the thing is like, you know, I know, I know that the Warriors haven't been that great of a road team. And so Right. I'm just just, I guess based on what I mean, and I don't want to get too excited, like I said earlier, but like just based on what I've seen from this team, I just don't feel like uh, I just I wonder if what if what we're seeing is what they are. You know,
3: it's a great, great point you just made. I also wonder if what we're seeing is really what they are this year, because that's really what they were in the regular season. And based on the first two games that continue. So that's a very good point you just made. I appreciate you taking the time to call the show.
7: All right. Thank you, Grant.
3: Thank you. All right. Let's get to some other phone calls. And we say hello to Eli, who was uh, nice enough to show up uh, during the pregame and after he was at the game. Eli, how are you? It was nice seeing you last night.
2: Hey, Grant. Yeah, it was great seeing you as well, as always. How are you doing? I'm
3: great. I'm good. Thank you for calling.
2: Awesome. Yeah. um, So online, it looks like they're saying that it's unlikely that Green is going to get suspended, That he's just going to get a fine. That's what a lot of reports. Yeah, I don't
3: get that. I mean, the act itself is one thing. And then inciting the crowd. How do you not get suspended for that, Eli? Help me out with that. How do you not get suspended for that?
2: Um, yeah, I agree that he should be suspended. The only thing I guess I could say to, um, I guess, understand where they're coming from is that they're going to say Sabonis initiated the contact by grabbing his ankle and maybe the league just thinks it's a wash at that point. I mean, what do you think? Okay, I mean, so I let's, think that-
3: all right. So let, let's say that's true. Let's say that it's kind <clears throat> of a wash. What about his actions inside in the crowd and cursing at them and everything else? I mean, it's just it's yeah. ridiculous, isn't it?
2: Oh, I agree. I agree. He should be suspended 100%. And that's just probably how they're going to, you know, that's what they're going to use to justify it. So, yep. you know, I don't agree with it, but, um, but what do you think, Grant? I mean, if you just take the incident of Sabonis grabbing his ankle and forget the aftermath, do you think that that was
3: really a poor judgment call on his part? Listen, do I think he should be suspended? Yes, and I'll tell you why. The guy's history, to me, does factor into this. I don't think you can just ignore the history of Draymond Green. You know, this isn't isolated. This happens all the time. Where's the deterrent if you don't suspend him? Is it going to happen again in the next game? You know, you, gotta, you have to protect your players in this sport, okay? And regardless of whether Sabonis instigated it or not, what Draymond Green did could have caused serious injury. And if you don't suspend right. him, then does that not give him the green light to do something stupid again in game, in game three? Uh, you know, at some point, the league needs to put – well, I was going to say put their foot down, but no pun intended. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, Grant, I, I do agree with you completely. I'm just asking, like, separately, isolated from what Green did afterwards. I'm asking if you think that what Sabonis did, um, grabbing his ankle, if you think that was intentional on his part. And if you think. Yeah, that, do I um... think it was
3: intentional? Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I mean, when you grab someone's ankle, that's intentional. I don't think you could possibly grab someone's ankle and say it's not intentional. Yeah,
2: here's the thing. I mean, I think it was definitely a poor judgment call in the sense that we know who Green is. We know he's, you know, a douchebag. We know he's unstable Yeah, and you know what he's going to do. So, you know, why would
3: Sabonis do that? Right. Yeah, well, that's spontaneous. You know, that's not something you think about that. That's, you know, you know, you don't you don't think you're going to end up on your back and then you're going to grab someone's foot. I mean, that's all spontaneous.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I just, unfortunately, that's what probably what the league is going to do if they ultimately decide not to suspend Green. And, and like I said, the yep. whole time, I mean, I, I agree. It's ridiculous. He should be suspended. You know, I was at the game and I was furious when it happened, especially with yep. those dumbass Warriors fans in the building. <laughs> <I can't laughs> how, all right. Them. So
3: how many, how, uh, what do you, how many Warrior fans were in the building last night? What do you think? If you had to guess?
2: Um, you know, not that many, actually. It was a lot lower than I thought. I thought it would be much more. I I mean, maybe five to 10%, maybe. Okay. Yeah, it was not. um, I I was expecting much higher. So honestly, I'm surprised that there's that few of them. But I mean, the ones who were just loud and vocal. I mean, it's just so obnoxious. Like, you know, I get it. You're yeah. wearing your jersey and you're excited about it, but come on, have some common sense, especially during that play. I mean, during the Draymond play, they, some of them were just unbearable, and you know, there were oh just my gosh, verbal things going on back and forth. So, yeah, yeah, that was that was not enjoyable. But hopefully, um, you know, hopefully they do suspend him. Unfortunately, it looks like it might not happen, but we'll see what happens. Yeah,
3: Eli, again, good seeing you last night. I, I appreciate you coming down there. You as well. Thanks, Grant. Thank you. Good stuff from Eli. And we get to uh, some more phone calls, and we are going to say hello to uh, Johnny. Hello, Johnny. Welcome to the program. How are you?
4: Good, Grant. How are you? Great to to talk to you. Um, Just wondering, uh, this whole – well, the Draymond Green thing really gets my blood boiling with this stuff. And I'm just wondering – I was listening to KNBR this morning. And they, they almost sounded like they were defending him, and they were saying, ah, it's just no big deal. He, You know, Sabonis was acting on the floor or whatever. I'm just wondering if the NBA is looking at this maybe as a big market, small market issue and maybe not really going to penalize no.
3: Draymond Green the way they should. No, it's not a big market, small market issue. That doesn't factor into any of the decision that the NBA makes. That would have nothing to do with their decision.
4: All right, Grant. Well, thanks for, thanks for taking my call. Hope to see you at Bennett's again. Thanks a lot.
3: Thank you, Johnny. Good seeing you. Appreciate it. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Let's get to, uh, Patrick, Patrick, welcome to the program. How are you today, Patrick? How are you doing Grant? Good. How's the weather in New York, Patrick? A little windy, but it's really nice here. It's not too bad.
8: I'm getting ready for the Nick game. All right. Good (laughs) job there, Patrick. Hopefully, uh, hopefully a little bit of the King's magic will rub off on the Knicks in a few minutes. There you go. But, uh, I don't have that much to add. I mean, I'm enjoying listening to your shows and, uh, I just want to say something quick. If if, if uh, Stern was still around, Stern was still commissioning, he would never put up with this stuff. As nope. you remember from the playoff series in the nineties. Uh, I mean, if if any of the Knicks stepped onto the court after a fight, they'd be suspended. I mean, he followed the, NBA th-
3: really, the, the, the NBA really misses David Stern. I got to tell you, you know, I mean, Adam Silver's become a puppet. He's an absolute puppet of a commissioner. Yeah. I mean, I,
8: I got upset Stern a couple of times when he did to the Nick Stern series, but he tried to be fair, I think, you know, I mean, he tried doing the letter of the law. This is like witchy-washy. It's like, it's almost like social media, like what does social media think? Ah, we won't suspend them, you know?
3: It's well, I got to tell you, Draymond Green Draymond, Draymond Green's lucky that he was in Sacramento last night, not Philadelphia, or, you know, he would have <laughs> been, no, really, I, they, they, you know, the reason why I'm saying that a riot could have erupted between the fans and him, and that's what you cannot have in the NBA or any professional sport. You can't have a player like that inciting the crowd. Uh, I mean, because because the the last thing you want is another malice at the palace. All right. And, that's what
8: I was thinking. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know, but uh, I mean, uh, Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is, it's like you know, it's one thing if it's the bonus's fault or if it's not the fault. At least it's in the act of playing basketball. What what yep. um. You know, what Jamon did afterwards, like I said, to try to incite the crowd. I mean, that, that you know, that's ridiculous. We, it's like we're going back to, like, the uh, early 90s with all this crap. You know, we, we're beyond that now, you know? Amen to that, Patrick. I'm yeah. with you. Patrick, you a hockey fan at all? No, not really. I'll be honest with you. All right. But, okay, uh, no problem. You know, but it's really – there's really a good uh, a lot of good hockey talk going on here in New York, though, I have to admit oh, that. Oh,
3: yeah, for sure. so, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so, man, uh, I appreciate you uh, taking the time to call. You have a good night. All right. You too. Thanks a lot, bud. Appreciate it. All right. Yep. Thank you. Good job by uh, Patrick. If you want to call the program, hit your hand icon, raise your hand uh, and we will do it. I'm actually sitting outdoors doing the show and I'm like, man, it's cold out here. I'm not used to this weather. What's the deal? I come to California and it's cold? Cold? It's freaking middle of April. Let's go. Let's go. Where's the warm weather? Come on now. All right. Let's get to uh, Dorian. Dorian, great seeing you last night. Uh, I'm so happy that you were at the game and I was so happy you came down to say hello after the game. How are you, buddy?
0: Great. I'm doing so awesome, man. What an, a crazy four day, last four days for me. On Friday, <laughs> I went to the playoff rally. Yeah. On Saturday, yeah. we had that game one. On Sunday, I got to meet Jason Williams, and then last night, obviously, got to meet you. And I didn't even expect to go to game two, but my friend who uh, is the videographer for the Kings, he's like, "Hey, I have a ticket. You want to go?" And I said, "Of course." He has some the most amazing seats I've ever had. About ten rows from the floor. Um, so happy for you on the king's bench side so it was really really amazing and uh, i would just want to call in calling grant and say thank you so much for everything you've done for us and for all of our experience i had a great time riding my bike and and hanging out with you at the very end of the show so it was amazing to get to you know meet you and take a photo and everything and and uh we we love you and it's been a really amazing uh what the city is going through right now everyone just seems so united it's just incredible what is going on in our area it's amazing it's just really yep. incredible. The energy, it's just like... It's incredible. You know, I,
3: I did my podcast on it today. I, that's exactly what I did my podcast on because I'm just so... Um, I don't know what the adjective is, but I'm, I, I'm taken back by yeah how amazing the fans in this community are. It's just, it, it's just unique. It's just great. I, I can't say enough superlatives of what it's like being in Sacramento and seeing you fans have the excitement that you're having. It's unbelievable.
0: I mean, it really is. I mean, everywhere you're seeing purple, you're seeing King stuff, you're seeing flags, people want to talk about you know the team and the season and just it's just really incredible to see the energy and to be at the energy at doco and inside the arena i mean it's just yeah just like with the routine or, or, or with with the sh- with the sh- entertainment with Slamson, you know wearing his white suit and going up to the rafters and <laughs> dancing it's just like it's just so nostalgic you know for yeah. us fans that remembered back then you know back in back in those playoff series back in from 2000-2006 it's just really incredible so um, you know, seeing what Draymond did, man, that just really like, I mean, this person is a grown man. I mean, like it's just, it, there's no room for that in, in professional sports. Like nope. it's, it's nope. one thing it's, I, I don't think Sabonis had the intent of, you know, m- maybe he did. I'm not sure, but I don't think he had this, the intent to grab his leg. I mean, I, I really believe you like, he, he want to grab his face or protect his face. And, but this man literally stomped on him and then jumped off him. Yep. And it's like,
7: oh, just, yep.
0: it's, it's not cool, but. Anyways, Grant, nope. uh, hope to see you again. I appreciate it. Hope the Kings get the sweep. That'd be awesome. And then, uh, what a crazy, uh, if the Lakers were to beat the Grizzlies, wow. Huh, what a crazy second round that would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: boy. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dorian, uh, thank you so much for coming down after the game last night. I greatly appreciate it. I really do. Of course. Always here to support you. Go Kings. All right. Good stuff from Dorian. If you want to get in on the program, I love it when we come on and we get call after call after call, you all are freaking awesome. It's uh, great. This community, I tell you, <laughs> I, and I always tell people that aren't from here, <laughs> you know, I got a lot of friends going, Hey, how you doing in Sacramento? How's it going? And I'm like, You know, you wouldn't believe this community. Like I tell people, I, I stopped to get gas today. I was uh, taking my son and his girlfriend to lunch. And I stopped at, a, at the shell station on Fair Oaks. And I went in uh, to get a, a drink and get some gum. And I have my, I'm in the, I'm I'm not near the front. And all of a sudden I hear this lady go, Grant. And I turn around and the gal behind the register. She goes, Oh my God, it's so great to see you. And I used to see her. She used to work at the shell station near uh, the radio station when it was on Madison Avenue. And I was used to going there and we used to talk and uh, she goes, Oh my God. And she came up and gave me a hug. And then there was another man back there that works for Shell. And he comes up to me and he goes, oh, man. He goes, it is so great to see you. I just want to tell you what happened to you is so BS. And uh, I just want to tell you how much I support you. And I said, hey, what's your name? He goes, my name's Chris. I go, hey, Chris, you know what? I just want to say thank you very much. I appreciate your support. I just, wherever I go in this community, I just cannot begin to tell you how awesome it is to be back here. I just cannot thank the people enough. For their support and their loyalty in all aspects. And the Kings fans and seeing them walk up and down J Street, or excuse me, uh uh was that yeah, on uh L Street, rather. You know, I, as I'm doing the show, I'm I'm facing a sidewalk on L Street, and everybody's just walking up and down and waving and you know, giving me the fist pump, and they're saying, Go Kings, and it's freaking awesome. It, it's just awesome. This community is absolutely awesome unlike anything I've ever experienced before. Just incredible. All right, let's get to uh, Ryan and Sackdown Ryan, nice job last night. We had over 25,000 on the postgame show, and I think for a road game on Thursday at the Kings, win, we may have 40,000 watching us.
9: Yeah, I think so, Grant. That was awesome, and thank you to each and one of those 25,000 for joining us. Uh, Kings win. That's always a good thing, my friend. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, the one thing that we are leaving out of this Draymond on green conversation is Steve Kerr. You and I were on the air when Steve did his uh, post game presser, and it was just as embarrassing. When he was asked about the play, he said he didn't see it. He didn't see the replay. He was too busy trying to coach his guys up. You're gonna tell me an NBA coach didn't look up one time at the replay board that spans pretty much the entire length of the court? You know. Well, first so- of all,
3: first of all, we are assuming. That they replayed that on the big screen. If somebody was at the game, maybe you could help us out there and we'll put you on. Dorian, do me a favor. If you're listening, come back on with us because I would like to know whether they showed the replay up on the screen or not. All right. Because I don't know the answer to that question because I wasn't at the game. So uh, here is Dorian right here. Dorian, help us out. Did they show the replay of uh, Draymond Green and Sabonis on the big screen?
0: Oh, man, they showed it two or three times. And every time, the crowd just went crazy and booed, especially after Draymond's antics with him getting on the chair and, and screaming. and like, what, what was that for? I mean, you're, you're you're hyping yourself up because you literally jumped off somebody. Like, that's not cool. But, yeah, they showed the replay plenty of times. Okay.
3: Thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. Of course. Thank you. So there you have, Ryan. I agree with you 100%. There's no way Steve Kerr would not have seen that. None.
9: And it just speaks to – we talked about it on the postgame show – you know, Steve Kerr needs to get control of it. it. It's beyond that point. I mean, if you're protecting your players to that point, I mean, that's ridiculous. So um, I I don't think Draymond's going to be suspended. I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, as far as this Sabonis stuff, look, there was a ton of big guys around him. He was trying not to get crushed. Yeah, he probably shouldn't have grabbed on like that, but I think he was trying to protect himself.
3: Probably self-defense. Yeah.
9: Yeah. Exactly. And Draymond wants to talk about all day. Well, he was holding my leg. Well, guess what? His leg came free and then he brought it back down. Yep. Great point. Here's
3: something else, Ryan. Sabonis has no history with this stuff. He's not a dirty player. Okay. This isn't, you know, and Draymond is, is doing dirty stuff almost every game he plays. So that alone. Okay. I'm sorry. That does factor into a decision. If I'm personally in the NBA league office and I'm making a decision, I'm looking at both players. I'm looking at their history. And, and, and don't tell me that doesn't matter. It does matter. Exactly.
9: Yep, I'm right with you. Okay, I'm going to make it short, though, because I'm getting my teeth cleaned. So <laughs> um, I will talk to you soon, my friend. All
3: right. <laughs> You're a piece of work. I'll see you. Take it easy. All right. By the way, I want to thank everyone that bought shirts down at Bennett's on Saturday night. And then last night at Soul Street, Uh, I greatly appreciate that. You can go to the website. We're going to have all the the new shirts available for you. And we'll give you the sizes that are available. And then you can come down to Soul Street on Thursday and buy your shirts as well. All right. The black shirts right now are all sold out. We have the white shirts with the purple beam. And a lot of people have really liked them. So you can go to grantnapier.com. Check out my website, grantnapier.com. Uh, dot com And I want to also publicly thank uh, those that have helped me out. I will tell you, if you've seen the graphics that I put up on YouTube and Twitter, uh, there's a gentleman named Justin who has done an incredible job with the graphics. He even has our sponsor logos on there where we're at. And I cannot thank him enough for these professional, beautiful looking graphics that I'm using on a nightly basis. So thank you very much for that. Thank you to Lepteris who uh, linked my website if you don't like that.com with GrantNapier.com to make it easy for everybody. So, you know, and, and it, it, neither of these people are asking me for anything. I'm just publicly letting them know there was Max who reached out to me and said, Hey, I can take care of you know, putting your shop, your merchandise up on the website. And Max, I can't thank you enough. There are so many people. That have reached out to me and said, I'll help you. And they don't want anything in return. They're just doing it because they're just great people. And I, 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 I appreciate that. Tomorrow I'm having lunch with somebody that emailed me when I said, hey, I need help on some things with YouTube. And so tomorrow I'm taking this individual to lunch. They're going to sit down with me on my laptop, they're going to help me. So I, I can't thank people enough. You people are freaking awesome. I can't do this by myself. Ryan has been unbelievable. Ryan with the shirts. You know, delivering, sh- Ryan is actually getting in his car, okay, and hand delivering shirts. I mean, I'm like, gosh, think about that for a minute. This guy's got a family, he's got a job. And I'm just like, these people are freaking awesome. I cannot thank this community enough for everything you've done for me. All right, this is awesome. I, I just, that's why I'm just like, I love being out in public with everybody. It's great. People are freaking awesome. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls. And we say hello uh, to Ken. Ken, how are you? Ken? Yeah, I'm here. Ken, go yeah, ahead. I'm here. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just, how you doing? I, I met you at Bennett's here in Roseville. Yeah, you I was there here. on Saturday. And uh, we'll be downtown on Thursday at uh, Seoul Street, like S-E-O-U-L, like Seoul, South Korea. Great Korean oh. restaurant, good food, a lot of fun. We had, uh, gosh, we had one, two, three, four, five TVs there. Everybody had a great view of the game, but what can I do for you?
7: Well, I was curious with all the technicals that green got was it 16 during this in a
3: yes. season. Doesn't that carry over into the playoffs? No, it does not. Oh, it doesn't. Okay. No. I was thinking that might've factored into his suspension. Yeah, no, that doesn't factor into the regular Okay. That's all I had. Basically. I just was curious. Thank you very much. Sure. Good talking to you. Good talking to you as well. All right. If you want to join the show, uh, now is the time. You can raise your hand. Don't forget tomorrow, Jerry Reynolds will be with us in the afternoon over on YouTube. If you don't like that, I'm not sure if we're going to do it tomorrow at, I think we're going to do it a little bit later tomorrow. All right. I think we're going to do it at four o'clock tomorrow because I have an appointment I have to be at. So I think Jerry will join us at four o'clock tomorrow. I'll reach out to him and uh, see if he can do it at 4 o'clock. All right. So that will be tomorrow, and then Thursday, Ryan will be with me at Soul Street, Midtown on the corner of 16th and L, and uh, we'll be there for pregame, halftime, and postgame coming up for you on Thursday. But again, if you want to join me on the program, uh, again, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. Game 3, Thursday. Game 4, Sunday. And if if necessary, game five back in Sacramento. Now, I, I thought after two games, if I had to say, if necessary, I didn't think it would be the Kings who could possibly sweep the Golden State Warriors. Ryan's got to sweep because Ryan's been saying the Kings are going to win both games in San Francisco. And I got to tell you, based on what I've seen in the first two games, I can't say he's wrong. I really can't. All right, let's get to uh, John. John, how are you today buddy? today, buddy? I'm doing great, Grant. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm very well, thank you.
1: Boy, one heck of a game last night, man.
3: I thought it would be a little
1: uh, a bad connection and-
3: by, John, you got a bad connection, my friend. I'm sorry, but you got a bad connection, and you got all of my feedback when I talk. So maybe you can uh, do it again, but you got can't do it. got a really bad connection. So uh, I really hope you can all come down. Soul Street again that we have huge big screen TVs that uh Bill from the Home Theater Company brought down. So we've got one outside on the patio, we've got the two TVs over the bar, we've got two more big screen TVs out near the table. So no matter where you are at Soul Street, uh, you have got a phenomenal perspective where you don't have to turn your head, yeah. You got the game. You can see it wherever you're at. All right. Just want to put that out there. John, I'm sorry you have a bad connection. You can call me tomorrow, buddy. You can call me tomorrow. All right. So, again, Jerry Reynolds tomorrow. I'm going to see if we can do it at four o'clock. And then uh, I'll have my Listen App show tomorrow at five o'clock. So, yeah, we'll do the Listen App show tomorrow at five. We'll do the uh, If You Don't Like That on YouTube at four. And then Thursday, I will do the Listen App show. From Soul Street Midtown at 5 o'clock, Ryan and I will come on with the pregame show uh, 45 minutes before the game, and then we'll have halftime and uh, postgame. Awesome. It's been incredible, huh? I hope you can check out my podcast today because I talk about what it's like when you're a fan of a team and how that just puts everyone in a good mood. And it seems like you know all your problems go away for a while, right? You know, it's like well, I don't have any problems. The Kings are up two zero. You're like ah, well, you know. But I, I, I do really believe that it's it's really incredible. So again, Ryan and I will come on at six fifteen on Thursday with the pregame, and then you figure the halftime will be you know eight eight fifteen, and then around nine thirty. Uh, for the post-game show down at Soul Street. All right. Hey, great show today. I appreciate everybody and your support. And we got more NBA tonight. I'm going to be watching hockey here at 630. The Vegas Golden Knights and the Winnipeg Jets. A little Stanley Cup hockey on the patio with a little beverage, a little dinner, watching the National Hockey League Stanley Cup playoffs. Yes, indeed. Connor, I'm sorry, buddy. His Edmonton Oilers at home. Blowing a 3-1 lead and losing in overtime. A stunned crowd in Edmonton, heading to the exits, down one zip. Oilers will win that series, though. They're a better hockey team. They're a better team. All right. Make it a good one. So happy to hear from Nando. It's been a while since I've heard from him. Make sure you uh, check out his podcast, Miami Sports Vibes. It's really good. It really is. And I love the fact that even that, you know, on his Miami Podcast. He gave love uh, to Sacramento. He loves watching the Kings. Loves the Aaron Fox. And uh, I listen to his podcast whenever I get an opportunity. He does a great job. So make sure you uh, listen to that if you get an opportunity. Hey, you uh, have a good, good rest of your Tuesday. Don't forget Jerry Reynolds tomorrow. I think we're going to do it at four o'clock. I'll have this show at five o'clock. Hey, come on down and see us, would you? Come on down to Soul Street. Let's all hang out together. Watch party Thursday, Soul Street. Midtown. That's S-E-O-U-L, like Seoul, South Korea. Yes, absolutely. Maybe we can go, you know, maybe we we'll would make a trip to Seoul and do a show from the real Seoul, South Korea. That would be something, huh? I'd be all for that. Why not? All right. Take care. We'll talk to you tomorrow. So long, everybody.